Welcome to Canada's podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Hello and welcome to Edmonton's podcast on Canada's podcast network. I'm your host, Mario Taniguzzi, and joining me today is Kirk Zembo, who is co-founder of Blind Man Brewing in Edmonton. Thanks for joining us today, Kirk. Hey, good to, good to be here. Uh, give me a little bit of a history first, uh, Kirk, uh, about Blind Men, when you started it, and, and what you guys do. Yeah, you betcha. So we we started uh, our brewery in 2014. We brew out of uh, the t- city, I guess, not town, of sunny Lacombe, Alberta, just down the road from Edmonton. We first started brewing beer in about uh, 2015. It took us about a year to get going. Had to get the building, had to get everything going, and uh, we just try to brew the best beer we can. Um, using the best uh, ingredients, the best local ingredients we can, and uh, have a lot of fun doing so. How did you get started in this and why? Yeah, so uh, I joked that uh, a generation ago we would have been like, hey, we should open a bar, but basically it, uh, it's a, it was just a group of uh, beer geeks, honestly, who uh, just kind of saw the, the world out there and saw craft beer booming and just wanted to throw our hat into the ring and, uh, and get into it. Let's talk a little bit of uh, some of the specifics about uh, the, the business. Uh, uh, do you have like a, a location, like a tap room? Yeah, you betcha. Down in, uh, down in Lacombe, we have a little tap room. Obviously, uh, these days, it's a pretty low capacity, uh, but, uh, you know, it's a place where somebody can stop by and get, uh, get a pint or two and some samples and small snacks. Okay. And where, um, uh, where is the distribution in, in the province? All over or? Yeah, we're available most every community in Alberta at this point, and we're also available uh, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, BC, the territories, um, occasionally in uh, Ontario as well. Oh, okay then. And how many brands do you have? Yeah, we. Uh, the best part about being a craft brewery is that you can kind of do whatever you want, and we generally do. Um, so at any one time, we've got eight, nine, ten different beers in the market. We're always kind of changing things up and uh, and having some fun. You know, in terms of the actual uh, uh, beers themselves, uh, how how do the uh, formulas or the recipes uh, uh, come together for that? Uh, not, I guess by drinking beer. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we have we've had some success over the years in just uh, kind of nailing a lot of recipes. So we do so on some we test batch on a smaller system on some we you know we kind of just sit down and make a recipe and brew it on the big system and uh, our batting average is uh, is pretty good. Okay then. Can you talk a little bit about the uh the craft brewing industry like there is so many of them out there right now in Alberta. Um why do you see such a phenomenal growth in the past uh, couple of years in this industry? Yeah, so when we started when we first brewed brewed beer in 2015, October 2015, there we were brewing number 20 in the province. And now there's 140, I believe. Oh, wow. um, and that's that's replicated all across North America and and in Europe and other markets as well. There's just a number of reasons, but mainly it's uh, it's driven by beer drinkers. Beer drinkers are just uh kind of sick of drinking the same old um you know watered down uh, macro loggers and they're looking for something something better something more local and uh, we just kind of fit right in there have you seen uh, the demographic uh, for uh, consumers uh, changing over the last few years yeah absolutely i uh 
I probably would not have started this brewery if uh, my uh, my old man hadn't started drinking some craft beer. You know, he had his first big rock beer, and he's like, "Oh, this tastes pretty good." You know, if if, if you can take uh, pilsner drinkers and you turn them into craft beer drinkers, you can have some fun. And and that's actually one of the best parts about being in Lacombe is that we come, we have people come into our tap room, you know, with no preconceived notions, and uh, we just get to you know present them with a whole bunch of different beers and. Uh, Pretty much every time there's something that just kind of widens their eyes and makes them go, okay, this is interesting. Beer could taste like this. Oh, right on. I, I guess in, in terms of the market too, uh, you're seeing more uh, of a younger younger demographic partaking and uh, as well as a, a female demographic. Yeah, we, uh, our, beer, our beer definitely skews more female than say, uh, you know, your Budweiser's or whatever. Um, and that's again, for a number of reasons, I think mainly because women haven't been marketed, you know, drink drink Budweiser, drink Canadian for their whole lives. So they're just a little bit more open-minded, it seems. But yeah, we see beer drinkers from all walks of life, um, all over the place. And uh, yeah, every generation is different. Every generation uh, seems to like their certain things. So we kind of, yeah, we, we kind of fit everybody, it seems. What's your... Um... I guess, vision for the future for the company, Kirk? Yeah, you know, we're just trying to have, we're just trying to have some fun. Beer is, uh, beer is fun. Everybody, uh, nobody gets too worked up about beer. So we were just trying to keep doing what we're doing, having some fun, creating new recipes, introducing new beers to the market. Uh, yeah, nothing, uh, no real big uh, goals to take over the world. That's for sure. <laughs> What's it been like for you uh, uh, being an entrepreneur? Like, uh, what have, let's start with some of the, the biggest challenges uh, you've faced. Yeah, it's definitely uh, an adventure. And this is my first kind of big venture. I had a little one before. And yeah, for us, for me, I guess it was just jumping in. And that's, uh, it's, a, it's, a pretty, uh, it's a pretty deep pool you're jumping into. Um, you know, there's definitely some risk. You're putting up your house. Um, and even now, I, I had this notion that you you got a you get a loan from the bank, and then over time you paid off that loan. But what you do in business is you just keep getting bigger and bigger loans. <laughs> so even today, you know, if things uh, things were to go south, you know, I'd, I'd lose my house. But uh, thankfully, things have been going uh, pretty well for us. So what did you do before this? Yeah, I was in the oil field and had a little uh, tiny little one man uh, consultancy in uh, the directional drilling field. Well, this is a lot more fun, obviously. Yeah, people uh, people don't tend to get worked up too much about uh, beer in the oil field. Uh, yeah, tempers can uh, tempers can fly a little bit. When you look at, at being an entrepreneur, what are the, some of the uh, things that you enjoy most about uh, being one? Yeah, just the dynamism of uh, of everything. You know, some some days it it can be a bit much, but. Uh, you know, there's there's just things that come across your desk, and you know you've never done them before, but you you're not you're not stuck in a lane. You get to kind of move as you see fit and take things on as you see fit, and you know succeed or fail as you will. Yeah, and 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 you know being based out of Lacombe, and for uh, for those uh, out there that are beyond Alberta and don't know where Lacombe is, it's almost like halfway between Calgary and Edmonton on just off the highway, the Queen Elizabeth II highway. What are the advantages of, of running a business in a, in a town like Lacombe? Uh, well, we did look at Edmonton initially. And at the time, the, uh, 
zoning bylaws, I guess, weren't really conducive to what we were trying to do. We're, uh, we're a craft brewery, so we're, we're a brewery, we're an industrial plant. You know, we have trucks coming, we've got things moving, um, noises, smells, everything. Uh, but we also want to run a, essentially a restaurant, a bar, and a liquor store in an industrial zone. And uh, the city of Lacombe was uh, was willing to work on pretty much anything we asked. And, you know, we could speak to them and say, okay, this is what we're trying to do. And this is what we could hopefully do for the community. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been awesome. Is there any entrepreneurial uh, background in your family? Like, uh, just wondering where where this kind of came from. Yeah, as a Western, uh, as a Western Canadian, you can't, you typically can't go too too far back before you hit a farmer. And uh, so, yeah, definitely, um, you know, my dad, my my grandparents uh, were all farmers, and uh, a farmer is nothing if not an entrepreneur. What did you? What do you think you learned uh, from living that? I guess that lifestyle, bringing brought brought up in that lifestyle. Uh, just you know, the idea that uh, you got to work hard. The idea that uh, things are things are always changing. Um, you know, my dad has, uh, has a farm which has been in the family, you know, since the early 1900s. And, uh, you know, my, my, I guess my grandmother, she kept a record of every, of every harvest essentially since going back to, since the 30s. And you can just see the variability. You can see, you know, things change. There's good times and there's bad times. Um, but the only constant is change. And so even in you know, we, we see change in the world or we see hiccups or, or full pandemics. And, you know, if you go, if you go back far enough and you typically don't have to go back that far, there's a, there's definitely a disruption and change in the world and you just kind of have to roll with it. So what did your uh, father farm? He primarily worked at a fertilizer plant. Um, and now the farm is, is mainly hayland. Um, in terms of uh, other interests that you might have, uh, Kirk, like obviously everybody talks these day and age about work-life balance, et cetera. And, and I know being an entrepreneur can, uh, can consume your day, uh, many hours there. Like what else uh, do you do, I guess, to develop some of that balance on the other side of uh, your personal side? Yeah, definitely. Uh, a business can be a black hole of your time. But uh, a lot of it, I, at least for me, is that you just enjoy it so much. You just get a lot out of it. So it's easy to kind of feed, uh, feed hours into it. Um, but I've got, I've got a couple of kids and I like to spend time with them. Um, I'm also an MBA student right now at the U of A. So that, that takes a bit, a bit more of my time. But I'm looking forward to the Christmas time and yeah, just kind of getting out in a boat and doing some skiing, doing some skating, enjoying the winter. Okay. And what's your favorite beer? I would say it's our session ale. It, you know, it's our kind of our most popular beer, but uh, it just it just hits me just right most days. <laughs> I, I joke, I joke. It tastes like another. You have one, and you're like, ah, I can go for another one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and 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 what uh, you know when when you look back at uh, you know uh, yourself, I, I just when did you start to become, I guess, interested in uh, craft beer in terms of just uh, drinking it. There's always just that one beer, or there's just a, a shift, and you're just like, okay, beer could taste uh, could taste like this. And it was, uh, you know, other craft breweries, whether the U.S. based or, or here in uh, here in Alberta, and you know, you just it, it kind of gets the wheels turning in your head. You're like, okay, this this tastes pretty good. 
And and do you have like a, um, I, I'm not sure if the proper term is a, a distiller, so to speak, uh, or that handles the the recipes and all that? Or? Yeah, so we have a head brewer, Lisa. She uh, she's awesome, and she basically you know leads leads our brewing team, and you know it's a collaborative effort uh, coming up with the recipes and deciding what kind of beers to brew, um, which again is the the fun part of brewing. Brewing is is mainly cleaning, so uh, uh, you know because it's it's a food product, everything has to be sanitary, everything has to be safe. Um, so anytime you get to design something new and, and put your creativity to use, those are those are usually good, good days for uh, brewers. And when you look at uh, just the overall business uh, for you for your folks since you started, are you happy how things have gone in terms of sales and your reach, et cetera? Yeah, definitely. We've been uh, super happy about how everything is, has gone. We, you know, we probably got lucky or we, you know, saw the future a little bit, but we rode a, we rode a big wave um, of growth and uh, we're haven't had to compromise on beers or what we want to do or how we want to do it. And so honestly, I couldn't be happier. Okay. Well, that's been great. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time to spend with us, Kirk. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot, Mario. All right. That was uh, Kirk Zemble, who is co-founder of Blind Man Brewing out of Lacombe. This has been Edmonton's podcast with the Canada Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mario Taniguzzi. Thanks for joining us today.